Welcome to another edition of the Comedian Stable here on 93.1 CFIS-FM. I'm your host, Brian Major. The Comedian Stable, for those of you that don't know, every comedy venue has a table set aside for the comedians to sit around, hang out, BS, chat, catch up, etc. Before, during, and after the show. And that's what this is. Just a bunch of comedians sitting around a table chatting. Because com- comedy clubs are too cheap to actually provide a green room. So they'll give you a table in the corner. And one Tonight my guests are? <laughs> Mark Wheeler. Mike McGuire. And I do so, have one question for you. It says, who are you speaking do, to? No, no. Do, do three people constitute a bunch? That's like, that's like, that's like, that's like Reg asking, what is a good crowd? Because I, I keep saying, well, you know, a certain number. I always figure as a performer, as long as the audience outnumbers the, the cast on stage... It doesn't work so well for comedians because if there's only one person on stage and two people in the audience, not necessarily a good show. I performed yeah. for four people once. And how was it? It was terrible. <laughs> 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 the circumstances, uh, I went out to Saika's, uh, Vanderhoof. There was going supposed to be a comedy show after the ball tournament. It was raining all weekend. It was canceled. No one told me. <laughs> no one told me. the organizers like you know what let's just have have the comedy show anyways did you get paid yes oh it was a great <laughs> show. then it was a success <laughs> and so because every because everyone thought there was this was poor like everyone had phones and internet uh the the, the baseball tournament was canceled so everyone assumed everything was canceled including the dinner and the comedy show so it was just me and the organizers. <laughs> and oh, it was well. as fun as you might imagine. And you got paid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Again, I consider that a success. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Back to the getting paid part. Yes. Do you remember the year you started? Uh, I want to say it was 2004 or 2005 really? was the first show I ever attempted for stand-up. I'd done improv comedy before then, as okay. well as uh, local theater. So I'd been on a stage. But when that it, show that we did for Joey and Tristan was in, would have been in 2000. Then, Just, I'm, then I'm getting my dates mixed up. So yeah, before then. This is what happens when you say you're getting the, the people for the history. Because I don't remember <laughs> that far back. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to have you on the documentary I was speaking of in the last episode to give like a history of Prince George oh, okay. comedy scene. And you can give your insight into being a BIPOC comedian because you're Métis. Yes, I can. So, Professor McGuire. I don't know if Local, <laughs> local <laughs> comedian oh, historian. I need a cardigan and a, and a pipe. Yes. In O2. Two and O2. <laughs> so you don't remember the shiznit? I remember the shiz. You know where, okay. where where comedy was here in town for the longest time was the Tabor Arms. Tabor Arms. I saw yeah. uh, the black guy blind in one eye. Oh, Daryl Lennox. Lennox. Yeah. He, I was also wondering, I cannot remember the name. What was the name of the club in the Yellowhead Inn? Met, met, metro. <laughs> <It was the laughs> metro. That's what it was called? Yeah. And they had Yuck Yucks comedians, correct? Yes. Yeah. I think that's where I first saw Damon Schritter. I remember yeah. thinking... This guy, I've seen him on comedy now. I've seen him on the, the TV. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. <laughs> the television. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 
Yeah, they. I don't know how long they did it for there in the metro because that was after they they re remodeled the Yellowhead. So that would have been prior to two thousand because that burnt down that, in two thousand ish. Yeah, that was that ninety eight. Yeah, I want to say even before then, like ninety six, yeah. ninety seven. They were yeah. they were having intermittent comedy shows there. Yeah, and did, the you, did, did you guys go? That. Did you guys go a lot? Uh, I went to a couple there. Do you remember and, the names? No, no, I don't remember. I don't remember going to a show at the Metro, but I but Saturday it was free at uh, at the Tabor. And if you talk to the any end of the comics that that did that circuit, like Schroeder and Maliha and yeah. and Daryl Lennox, yeah, Foxy talks about his Kevin Fox, a comic from Vancouver. <laughs> Foxy <laughs> <clears throat> talks about it. the The first tour he ever did. And he comes out there and he's, he's writing his material as he goes. The guy's a genius, so he could do that. But he, he went out and did the first show at 7 or whatever. <clears throat> and at 9 o'clock when they started the second show, the audience. exactly the same people. <laughs> they, they didn't leave. <laughs> I um, I got to speak but, with... Wait, wait, wait. Did, he, did he do the same material? I don't recall the rest of that story. Okay, because I imagine, because the way I had Daryl Lennox on the show, uh, a previous incarnation of this show, mm-hmm. I think it was the, talking funny, but Daryl Lennox talks about playing the Cadillac Ranch and the Tabor Arms Pub. The Tabor Arms Pub, he, he I think he was an opener at that time, which is insane to think of. But he said the same thing. It was a free show. The audience didn't leave because <laughs> it was like some sort of special. It was like steak night or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, it was steak night. Saturday night was steak night. I lived about a block from there. <laughs> and so he he was like, well, I just did all my material the first show. Yeah. He's like, what do I? And so he had, he had to end like he was like, I think he was doing like crowd work and telling stories from, you know, whatever. And he was just pulling stuff out of his. Yeah, uh, he would have to. But, I, but I, he learned how to be a comedian at that show. Then mm-hmm. he did. Then he went on to Telqua the next night. He went so, where? Telqua. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, there used to be a route, and it was like a three like a run. Route. Yeah, a run, and it was it's every little small town in North. Apparently, <laughs> you had to choose. Your Dar- <laughs> they even did Stewart. Dar- but Daryl Lennox tells this fantastic story about doing that. You know, it was like the the. 14 person town tour kind of thing and actually calling a buddy and he needed somebody to come pick him up and he's like where are you I'm in Slave Lake you're on your own wow. <laughs> you know <laughs> says one black man to another I'm not coming to get you at any place called Slave Lake you know well, that's funny yeah. well it's actually Lesser Slave Lake which would probably be a little easier to fewer it, it might have been <laughs> no it was it's actually called Lesser Slave Lake fewer <laughs> yeah. but I mean with the Tabor um, I spoke with a, a, a comic, Joey Elias, who's out of Montreal, and he did a tour, and he was booked to play there. And I got to see him a number of years later actually performing uh, in Montreal. And uh, He's a big for, guy, right? Oh, he's a he, he, very big guy. And Talks a lot about sports. Yeah. And yeah, he's a great a, guy. And he's got, a, he's got this great thing about his brother bringing, a, bringing his girlfriend to, the, to a family gathering. And it's like, and she's bigger than I am. And she said, she's, <laughs> she's a vegan and all she eats is wheat. And it's like, how do you get to be so big if that's all you're eating? It's like, do you actually go out and graze it? Mm-hmm. Kind of thing? Well, yeah. the thing is, someone... But where I was going, where I was going okay. with this is, is that I'm at a table with a bunch of people and 
Joey's doing crowd work and he says, you know, is there anybody here from out of town? And somebody points at me because I'd, I'd come back for a vacation. So he starts having a conversation with me and he's like, well, where are you from? He's like, well, I live in Prince George now. He goes, Prince George. He goes, wow, do you know the Tabor? And I said, yeah. He goes, so this is kind of like being at the Tabor, isn't it? And I went, well, with fewer fights. Holy crap, you have been there. And he just goes off on this 20-minute piece and it's like the all-you-can-eat night is that it was like belly up to the bar heifer night. And as a comic, you're trying to tell jokes and you're telling jokes and there's somebody there putting all their free stuff under the plate going, shut up! <laughs> you're out of potato salad. It's like very conducive to telling jokes. Just to put a... Cookies are technically vegan. So. <laughs> well, it depends what kind of fat you use. I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> vegetarian. Cookies are technically vegetarian. And off vegetarian. we are on a tangent again. <laughs> As we are wont to do. Okay, let's go over some names. Uh, Bryce Locken. Yep. He started. Uh, he started here, yeah. Do you remember when? Uh, that would have been... The same time, actually, this nine years ago when when uh, John White, okay, John White Casino, started. yep, exactly, yep. okay, and uh, Mike Stang, Mike Stang and Alex McKenzie Alex started at the same, same time, time yeah, same time as Monesty Longo, because yep. they they did the open mic at Alfredo's Pub on the same night. Mike Stang did it two weeks later because he he was ready. He just mm -hmm. didn't want to come on. He he didn't think he was he was ready. That, yeah, and you know it's it's weird because he's probably one of the funniest guys, naturally funny guys for writing that that I know, and he just doesn't want to do it. He did it a couple times to prove to himself he could, and then he won't do it anymore. I know, which, I know. which is, I mean, it's his prerogative. And it's fine. It's it's a shame that people don't get to experience that humor anymore. But if yeah. he doesn't want to do it, he doesn't want to do it. His his. Uh, his his hijack joke is still one of my favorites. <laughs> and I, I can't repeat it here, but it's, it's okay. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> he's a very funny guy. Also, um, who's another... Can we go further back before Mike and John? Uh, well, Virginia would be included in Virginia that. Dine. Virginia O'Dine. Virginia yeah. long time, what, yeah. What time frame is that? Virginia... Where did she get her start? She Well, she's an actor and a playwright, and she also ran a publishing company. Um, it would have been right around that same time because Carter Horty, a comic, and Don Boudreaux, his his now girlfriend, they met here in Prince George when Carter headlined Nancy O's. Wow, I wonder if that's the same night I was there. It could. Did she play piano that time? No, maybe not. I think she did. Okay, that was she that, did a song yeah. about Carter. Was it not? Yeah. Okay, so that must have been the second time he he opened up because they met up here. And Virginia was at that show. And she was on the show? No, no, oh, I, okay. I think I just met her then. But that, and that was, that would have been how, 10 how years soon, ago. How long after that did she? Not long after that, actually. I can't even remember the first time. The first time I remember seeing her perform was at one of the open mics to figure out who was going to open uh, for Stand Up for Charity. Oh, I didn't think she ever. She, she did a show for Stand Up for Charity. I remember because you you expanded the lineup at one point and there were six or seven uh, amateurs before the headliner. Locals. And it, and it was, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, yes, locals. Uh, <clears throat> and, and it was, uh, I remember Mr. McGuire running roughshod going, 
five minutes. You've got five minutes. You go over five minutes. I'm coming to get you. <laughs> no, that was that was the um, uh, the, the 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 benefit we did for Fort Mac when it, when we had a we had a real oh, thin did, curtain and we had like sixteen comics and Simon King. King. Simon King was the headliner, but I mean, you did that at one of the at one of the stand up for charity shows because it was like we got a lot of people and I think the first person who got up went on for like ten minutes and I could just see like. The, the red yeah. in your face was rising going I told everybody beforehand I told because oh we get see, uh, and then you because you were emceeing and you got up and it was like remember five minutes <laughs> I run a tight show ship <laughs> both um, Tom landlocked. Tom Bassett Tom the first time I saw him was at the university um this must have been a lot. This was really early too, because because Joey and Tristan set up that show, and this and so and Tom came and he was the headliner because he had a CD. <laughs> Fire and ice. Fire and ice. Yeah, and uh, recorded in his home studio. No, his, his buddy's his, his buddy's, buddy's studio. studio. Yeah, without an audience. <laughs> and uh, and that was the first time I ever saw Tom. So this that was before Joey and Tristan left town. And that would have been. 10 years ago. Am I misremembering Har- Harlan? Is Harlan, there a Harlan? Harlan Sweet. Harlan Sweet. Yeah. I think When did he start? He was actually on that show that the, the first, the Princes of Comedy, that's what they called themselves. And uh, because they're from Prince George. Oh, I get uh-huh. it. <laughs> and uh, he was on that show. He was on the, because um, he, he had a broken leg or something at the time. I hmm. remember him. And uh, that was the the show that at Art Space, and it was probably twelve years ago. To go back a little bit further. I was working at a call center here in Prince George. It got out, obviously it got out because I said it that I was a comedian, <laughs> <laughs> and so my coworkers all knew this, but there was nowhere for them to see me. And then someone came up to me and said, "Hey, there's another guy here that does stand up comedy as well." I was like, really? Because I thought I was the only comedian in town. So I'm at my my desk, and this little kid comes up to me, blonde haired, five foot two, if that. This is a Paul really Harvey young. moment, isn't it? Sorry, this is a Paul Harvey moment. And now you know <laughs> the rest of the rest story. of the story. Um, and it was Chris Gaskin, and he goes, "Hey, I heard you do stand up comedy." I was like, "Yeah." He goes, so do I. I'm like, <laughs> I looked at him. I was like, really? This is interesting. He wasn't even able to get in the bars at the time. And so, but he was working at, what's this thing down the street right above? I think it's, it's part of Lambda. It used to be a bartending school. Oh, no uh, no yep, you got me on that one. Well, he used to go there. He's, I think he's a licensed bartender. I'm not sure, but she, the, the owner, gave him the space to do to hold the comedy show. I went there, I did it. I think I did 15. I asked I remember asking him, how much time do you do? He's like, eh, about an hour and a half. <laughs> how but much like, good time do you do? <laughs> may, maybe 15 minutes. <laughs> but there was another guy named Derek Xanatolis. No idea. Uh, he goes by Zoolander. 
Um, he lives in, he doesn't li- help. <laughs> he lives in Kalamazoo. He was he was a friend of 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 Gaskins. They both went to the bartending school. He oh, it was like a Christmas show. He was on what what wheelies? He was wearing wheelies on stage. You know those built in. Wow, wheel- and he didn't make it. I'm <laughs> I'm shocked. A prop I think, comic. I think, I think he still does comedy, but wheelies, and he goes by Zoolander, and he didn't make it big. That's <laughs> weird. And there was another guy that this was when I would have returned from Vancouver the first time because the other guy was doing stolen material. And I kind of nudged Gask and I said, you know, if this guy was in Vancouver and doing those jokes, one of the comedians would yell out the name of the comic whose jokes he was stealing. Mm-hmm. Was the one about the cereal? Oh, Gaskin had a joke about cereal. No, 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 not the diamond Cheerios. This guy said, "Oh, Tony the Tiger and all these." He, he some joke about all these, all these mascots, and but it, it turns out that was stolen. That that's a a guy that auditioned for stand up for charity once. <clears throat> then only to find out later that it was stolen material. But this is oh, twenty years maybe, ago when, when he didn't have access to the internet. Like. You know. <laughs> Back in the olden times. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Smoke signals, all that kind of stuff, yeah. So there was Harlan, Tom. Was there anyone before that? Anyone else? Before before Bryce and John? Uh, no. Well, oh, was, Devin. Devin, I don't think he started Flynn. that early. Or, or I wasn't aware of him at that time. I'd have to look at the old pictures, but... Because uh, I remember... When it was just you and I at Nancy O's. Yeah. The good old days. <laughs> that was when Nancy O's would pay for our meals, pay for our drinks, and give us as much time as we wanted. And now it's, I don't, now I don't even get drinks uh, or meals. I, yeah, well, <laughs> they, they haven't done it in, in over two years. No, pardon me. They, I think they did it last. The OK Dope tour. Didn't, weren't they there? Eh? Nancy no, Oates? no, that's at Trench. <clears throat> no, the, the, the OK, okay Duke okay tour? tour has been here twice. Are there? Oh, going to, okay. Yeah, Simon? Simon. No, not Simon. It's a it's a collective. The, pre- or, the previous one. Our different incarnation. I don't, I don't know where where they played. Yeah, no, the, I do not the last, It was on a Saturday night. I remember no, that. The last, no, the last stand-up comedy that uh, that they had at Damon? Nancy O's. I think it was Damon, and that was November or December. Okay. And they haven't had it since. Do you know why? Well, then they're not going to do it during summer because summer was never good. I talked to Owen um, on Saturday. He says they're going to start it up in the fall. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, well I mean, well, it's still light out at 11 o'clock. I mean, it's not <laughs> yeah, conducive. exactly. And Thursday and Friday, people getting ready to go to the lake and then going to the lake. Yep. No, comedy in summer doesn't work well. But, you, but you, you do the, what do you call that? With the oh, the Wheelie Pacific, Funny Garden Party? Pacific, yeah. Yeah. Um, we do that because it was last two years because it was lockdown. COVID. Yeah. yeah. And so people were having people in their backyards. And so we would go do those. Yeah. And the difference to that is, is you're taking the show to them. So, yes. I mean, they could, they could have as much fun as they wanted to have. And when you guys were done, you left, not them. Yeah, if like the audience gets to stay, it's the performers who have to show up and then leave. That's right. I thought I was doing that. What what is it like? 
Um, we've had some fantastic shows. We've had some... I'm going to get you a thesaurus. <laughs> fantastic <laughs> is a great word. Stellar? <laughs> yes. We've had some stellar shows. We've had some good shows. We've had some fantastic shows. <laughs> good, bad, ugly. Um, t- t- typical comedy, right? It'd be the same as any performance, I would yeah. I would guess. It just depends if the audience is into it or not. Yeah. Uh, but the, the difference is the age... Um, because children can show up exactly well no you show up and they're already there and you're going okay well there's half of my set (laughs) (laughs) furiously rewriting (laughs) as you're going (laughs) and they no no the kids are fine and you're just looking a little timmy what does that mean (laughs) talk to your mom after the show exactly (laughs) that's how you were conceived (laughs) yeah yeah it's uh, adult shows are better and some in performing in front of six people is great. Has been great. I like, can't tell literally, if you're being, okay. <laughs> literally great. I, there's no sarcasm in this voice at all at this point. Or on my face. Someone should open a comedy club. A comedy club? Well, that's a fantastic idea. <laughs> um, a, qual- a quality comedy club. Oh, okay. We're going to put <laughs> oh, some qualifiers <laughs> in there then. Was there anyone after Monacy, Luongo, uh, Alex McKenzie and Mike Stang before oh. Sonar came along because there was a whole batch of Sonar comedians but was there anyone before uh, that? Let me look at my little messenger thing here and see if I can find a group that because Cody came around during Sonar Cody Malbouf a local comedian local comedian local radio personality yes <clears throat> You guys uh, talk. Talk about going to while he's okay. scrolling well, on his well, phone. Well, Mike searches. Uh, I mean, yeah, I I got out of doing the, the stand-up because it was it was just, it became too difficult to have uh, a full-time job, um, two volunteer jobs, and to try and get some stage time when you're competing with, I, at its height, there were like 18 people. No. They did two eighteen at, local at, comedians at Sonar when they were doing the. They did three of the funniest oh, people okay. with so a day after, job after Sonar when they were uh, during that time with Sonar, when they were doing the funniest people with a day job, there were two nights where there were eighteen comics vying for for stage time, and it was the I just I I don't I don't need this I don't need this that bad I'm not gonna show up at at 5:30 or quarter to 6 on a Thursday night to to not be able to get my 5 minutes of stage time till 11:30 kind of thing and it's like and have to turn around and get up and go to work the next day so i i just felt that it i mean there there were people who were hungrier for it that they wanted they wanted this uh more than i did so i stepped away from it at that time 18 really yeah uh, Cindy Classen was Cindy? Uh, was prior was, to Sonar was pre Sonar right because I remember her at Nancio's yeah before Sonar because Sonar there was like what Monita Ka- Monita I don't know how to say her last name <laughs> Kaur 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 uh, Renu is that Renu. Your last name <laughs> <laughs> that would be why <laughs> okay and then there was. Oh, Neelan Pahal. She was before Sonar. Uh, was she? Yeah. 
Okay. Because I remember she and I went to the open house together. She gave me a ride, actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I remember she came up to us at Art Space after a show and said she wanted to try it. And I was like, really? Cool. Yeah. And I think there were open mics at the time. I don't know if she ever did Alfredo's, if Alfredo's was still around. Did you ever do Prince George's longest running weekly open mic? <laughs> did I? No, did she? Yeah, there are photos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's actual photographic evidence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I loved posting that. Oh, the First <laughs> Avenue Pub. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, Prince George's longest running open mic, weekly open mic. <laughs> that really pissed somebody. I really got one person mad, is what I meant to say. Really? I don't understand why. <laughs> I'm kind of a jerk that way. <laughs> Any uh, other names from the past? That is about it. Well, Stephen Grabowski. Wow. I'd forgotten that name. <laughs> he was good. He was good. Where is he now? Uh, I think he's a teacher and he decided his girlfriend was a little bit of a shrew. So uh, I don't think he was allowed out after he got a job. <laughs> did he move away? No, as, he still uh, in town? as far as I know, he's still in town. He did. Oh, wow. He did leave town for a little bit. Oh, he did. Yeah, because oh. that's another that's another name to associate with with stand up for charity. Because I remember him getting up and yeah. doing doing some fantastic dry humor. Yeah. Oh yeah, he had a dry and, delivery, and he it was like he couldn't do the next couple of shows because he was leaving town, and it was there was like an out of town job that he did, and he was gone for a year. Librarian, maybe. I, I can't remember yeah. which. No, he was, was a librarian to start, and then he got yeah. a job as a teacher. He's probably yeah, so teaching somewhere. Jeff yeah. Kazaris was a librarian. Yeah. yeah. He was doing comedy for a while. I think Grabowski was as well, was was a librarian too. It's so Grabowski had ones. one. He's a, <laughs> <laughs> like serial killers. Yes. Um, <laughs> Grabowski had one. He says, this was way back with the Haiti, Haiti, um, the Haiti earthquake happened. He said, yeah, they raised $6 billion to re- rebuild Haiti. He says, I saw Haiti before the earthquake. I could have rebuilt that place for 80 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and there were people, it was like, pause, pause, pause. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> or, like, oh yeah. Yeah. There was a fair number of that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I get them. They're fun. <laughs> so until Monacy Longo and, sorry, tapping the table again, I was the only BIPOC comedian other than yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, th- well, there weren't a whole bunch of us, so really, in, in reality, the whole the whole comedy community at one point was all BIPOC. <laughs> it was you and me. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so we basically, then, then in essence, got, we've been, invi- we've been over. invaded it, it was, again. It was taken yeah. over by... Taken over, yeah. Straight white males. What are you males. looking at me for? <laughs> <laughs> straight white males came along. Yeah. And ruined everything for much. us. Yeah, yeah. Put us off in residential comedy college. Gave us a little corner <laughs> to ourselves. Yeah. Hey, I brought blankets. <laughs> uh, sorry. No, that's a good one. I, I, I've used that. It's funny. I remember you doing a version of that and going, it was that people, come on, know your history. Yeah, yeah. Well, well the, I used to go, welcome to Canada, make yourself at home. Thanks for the blankets. But when you get the collective, oh, it's like, what? It really happened. I'm not making this stuff up. Well, then I went, and the schools. 
And well, then, that was then before. They'd go, then they'd go, oh, yeah, that was before. And that was before, before. Uh, Kamloops, yeah. And they'd go, oh, I said, oh, so you guys were fine with the with the blanket Blankets, thing, but, yeah. but schools is too far. <laughs> yeah, Don yeah. Kelly, Anishinaabe comedian from Ottawa, used to say, on behalf of Indigenous people, I just like to say we love what you've done with the place. But <laughs> 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 well, we got to wrap this up. Sorry. Um, <laughs> This has been the Comedian's Table here on 93.1 CFISFM. I'm your host, Brian Major. My guests tonight were... Mark Wheeler. Mike McGuire. Local comedian. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, listen on Spotify. <laughs>